Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George. Hello. And writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. Hello. This is where brandy meets bludgeoning, mimosa meets misdemeanour and port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. I actually wrote here, pause for wry laughter. (laughs) I mean, I'd pay them. (laughs) It's men's month, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Pack it in! Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Okay, guys, uh, welcome to the. No. (laughs) Sorry. Classic men's month guest. (laughs) Let's keep that in. It's Men's Month. We're drunk women solving crime. And may I please welcome to your ears the fantastic friend of the podcast and comedian, it's Nick Hay! That's very kind. 
Welcome, Nick. Hello, how are you doing? We're okay. But forget that. We have one question. Have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yeah. <laughs> Straight to business. Katie's yeah. not wow. taking any of shit today. Yeah. Well, you should, yeah. I mean, it's part of um, the research questions that was asked of me. By, yes, fair enough. By Amanda before. So you've got one, came on you've the got thing. one so in you your pocket. That I've got one, right? You knew <laughs> yeah. the answer to that before. It's true. It's all a farce. Continue. So, classic. Classic helm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was, I was, well, was I the vi- I don't know if I was like the victim. Um, so, um, uh, I was, I was a teenager. I was like 15, okay. 14 or 15. And I was, I was sick off school. Yeah. And it was, uh, I think from what I remember, there was a Christmas tree in our house. So it got okay. dark quite early. Right? Oh, we've got some very good circumstantial evidence here. So I'm, I'm going to call it December. <laughs> it, was, it could have been December. It might have been January, though. Right, right. Ooh, right. Okay. But no. But how how far into January can you have your Christmas decorations up? Well, apparently the sixth. But yeah, twelfth yeah. night. I had mine till March. Some years. Right. <laughs> I, I did. I, this is off. To, this is off topic. But I got a new chair delivered, and when the chair arrived, I'd realised I hadn't measured the dimensions of my flat doors. Oh, no. It was like, it was like an antique chair on wheels. Oh, wow. And the guy arrived, and I was just like, this isn't going to fit in my... And uh, he was manoeuvring it in through the front yeah. door, and I grabbed it, and I and I helped him manoeuvre it, and I was like, I'm going to be a manly man today, and I helped the delivery yeah. driver with the thing, and yeah. we managed to get it through the first set of doors, and then the second set of doors, and I was like, you know, and I was like, uh, oh, I did it. I, I, I did it, and I, I was even a bit cocky with the guy. Like as he was leaving, I gave him like a bit of attitude. And Slapped his like, ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, and uh, uh, and I sat in my chair, and I was like, brilliant. I've, I've, I did something really good, and I swung around, and uh, it was like March, and my Christmas tree was still up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I've, I've nailed it. Um, I've nailed life. And I, I was like, I'm such a fuck up. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the Christmas tree was up. I was 15, 14, 14 or 15. And, um, and, I, was, and I was ill in bed. And uh, from downstairs, it was dark outside. From downstairs, um, I heard sort of like a bang. And it sounded like my dad had got home from work. My dad isn't like an angry man. But um, it sounded like he had sort of like lost his temper with something. He'd had a shit day or something. Mm. And he'd thrown his briefcase down. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. um, and I was just like, oh God, okay. Um, so I'll go down and see. You know, I've been on my own all day, so I'll go down and see what what, what you know, have a conversation with someone. And, <laughs> and as I came downstairs, I got to the bottom of the stairs, and uh, the the living room and the lights were on in the living room, and I walked into the living room, and there was a man in a balaclava. Oh shit! That was halfway through our <gasps> French windows. Where does your dad work? <laughs> <laughs> And it wasn't my dad. That's the, that, I should have, uh, the twist. The twist was that it wasn't my dad. Um, it was. Oh, it was my dad. It was an insurance scam. It was nice. And he, came, he had like a. He had like um, a what you call it? A, a crowbar. Wow. And he'd broken in through the French windows. And he was halfway in, and I got into the middle of the living room, and we sort of like looked at each other, oh. and I just went. Oi! <laughs> and, um, and he legged it. And, but, like, the, the garden was really dark and he legged it into the bottom of the garden and, and, and I didn't know I didn't know where he'd gone. But that sort of, like, was my default um, crime-fighting 
kind of persona you is someone that's very posh. Because <laughs> my mate was getting his phone nicked once, and there was a guy with a map, and he was holding the map over the phone, and he was sort of oh, like picking the phone like up with his, in, sight, out of mind. with his middle yeah. swearing fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was shielding what he was doing with yeah. the map, and he was like, going, "Please, like, tell us where you go." And I saw that what was happening, and I, my instincts kicked in. I said, "Oi!" <laughs> I said, hey, you can leave his phone. And my mate was so sort of like shocked at how posh I'd become that he wasn't even grateful that I'd saved his phone. He just spent the whole time taking the piss out of how posh I was. So it's like... So that's what—that's I'm not like a, I wasn't a victim of crime really. I sort of like prevented a crime, but it was yeah. in my house, and um, I've yeah. never felt safe alone. No, that's a real violation. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh man! Even with your stone cold oi, you've never felt safe. Oi. Yeah. <laughs> like you, because the thing is, you had you had agency and you succeeded in foiling two crimes. Did you? Did your family call the police? What happened next? Yeah, then the police came, mm. and um, and I remember that they hadn't. <laughs> they haven't like brushed their feet so they just trampled in loads of dirt oh, to no. our entire house into the no. thing and I'm um, uh, like oi 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 the boys and girls in blue they, they all did a very good job they did a very good job we're all very proud of them but like they did they, they did create a, a bit more mess not more mess than the burglar but they added to the burglar's yeah. mess yeah <laughs> that's not what you want is it no your house got defiled twice yeah I always remember um, by both ends of the law <laughs> That's a... Name me a sexy. Don't kink shame me. <laughs> I remember when um, uh, when we, me and Toby were standing on our balcony one night and there was like some tits and youths were... Um, they pulled this... Guy I thought you said tits and youths. Yeah. I tits thought you said and tits, tits and youths. That's the name of your Tits accent. and youths. <laughs> <laughs> These youths had... Um, they pulled this guy off his bike. Whoa! Oh, right, hang on. No. <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear you say his bike. <laughs> it was very steamy. Oh, God. His tits and you. Did you ever do that thing at school where, <laughs> where you'd be like, you'd decide that everything the teacher said was to do with sex, So and you'd yeah, all just like, the whole class Oh, my God, laughing. you're going to do it? Well. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel right now. We had a math teacher that went, oh, to a room full of 15 years, she went, oh, come, come. And... <laughs> That everyone was like, lost it. They all lost it. Just like, what were you thinking, woman? Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, and the only thing I was going to say about Toby was that thing of seeing a crime happening because they were going to. A guy had a, a huge chain that he was about to smash over this guy's Ooh, head. Oh, wow. It was kind of like a gang thing, I think. It was kind of crazy shit. And we were just there and we were a bit drunk. And I remember Toby just shouted in his best, like, gruff voice. He's got quite a deep voice anyway. He just went, pack it in. Yeah. And all of them, like, must have heard their dads because they all fucking scarpered yeah. and it was amazing yeah. nice. and, like, he's got he's got he's got like a posh sort of a posh he's got quite voice. a deep uh, pet voice he's got a deep voice but also a very soft voice but he put on his builder see, voice as, as an actor he's got range so he's he, got range well, so he, he did just... the opposite of what I did yeah yeah exactly he went more kind of like packing in your little he shits he channeled the Cray twins yeah <laughs> where she went oi that's my talking I didn't do it like that I didn't do it like oh, I didn't do it like olive oil out of Popeye I did it like I was like I was no, I was like, Boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, I will beat you to death with the deeds to my estate. Do you know what I mean? That was like, that was that yeah. was the voice I did. I wasn't like, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, I mean, it wasn't like that. That was like a Toby voice. I was like, oh, 
say. Yeah, yeah like okay. Like outraged citizen. We always ask on this podcast, what would you say to the perps now? I'd say, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say, can I have back... Um, the security you're taking from me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like that, I've won you all back. <laughs> you never lost us. You never lost no, us. No, he did lose me at Oi. It was... Yeah. I, was just like, I mean, not... but you misread it. You, yeah. you no, had, had your own had. different... You, and you did the impression back to me. I was like, whoa, that's way off. And when you got that chair into that room, I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so horny. I didn't think the chair was going to get in the room. I was really happy Yeah, I was waiting for a... Yeah. Anyway, anyway. He just looked at me like, this guy, I can't believe he didn't measure his doors. <laughs> and I did it. I managed to do you it. showed fucking him. Christmas tree. <laughs> fucking hell. It's a sad day. Oh. Are we going to cut around that? <laughs> now it's time for drunk women solving crime. We are going to be discussing a job that sucks in this episode. And that's what your wife said to me in the shower this morning. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm just going to mix it up. We can't all be sex tape. Anyway. Uh, now, uh, this particular job is so shitty that even the Victorians thought it was bad. So much so that it was actually made illegal in 1840. So, Ooh, oh um, gosh. in the words of comic book guy, worst job Ever. <laughs> so, so, so the job was it's it made. So, it, it was such a bad job that it was made illegal. Yes, that so, sounds really bad. So, if they made it illegal in eighteen forty. So doing right. the, doing the job would be a crime unto itself. Yes. So once it's made illegal in eighteen forty, doing the job is now a crime. So my first question to you guys is: What could I possibly be talking about? What job is so bad that the Victorians made it illegal in eighteen forty? I mean. Is it like being a chimney sweep or something? Chimney sweep came to my head as well. But I feel like that's a bit early, right? Maybe they were doing that in the 1900s. Yeah, like Mary Poppins yeah. wasn't made till like 1960. No, it was like that's the 60s, right? That was a documentary. <laughs> it's a good guess, but it's not right. It's not okay. chimney sweep. Um, Cleaning up crime scenes. Okay, yeah. Like dead body pickup. Okay. I don't know what they would have called it back then. <laughs> I was thinking, is it something to do with, like, cadavers and, like, okay, stealing yeah. bodies? But, but that was always illegal, wasn't it? Was always illegal. <laughs> well, that's what like, a it's lot It's a of, really tricky question. That's what a lot of Mary Shelley was writing about, right? And Frankenstein was, that was always illegal. Always illegal, I feel. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so okay. Um, would it be um, something like uh, children climbing up... Uh, drain pipes yeah. to light uh, gas lights. Do you know what? You are along the right track Sewers. simply because... Yes. What? Okay. So you're along Sewers. the right track with... Um, oh, like um, The Return of Mary Poppins, where <laughs> they, they just take the first film and invert it all. <laughs> It's like oh, yeah, they went. They went on a roof. They're going to go in the sewers. This one, <laughs> the Mary Poppins so upside down. It is health and safety related, okay. and it is sewers, baby. Okay. Oh. So this job, they are called Toshers. What? T O S H E R S. Toshers. Okay. Um, and they are sewer hunters. Uh, so their job, they travel. There is the... a Discovery Channel show. <laughs> They travelled the length and breadth of the tunnels that ran under Victorian London. They sieved the waste full of rotting faeces and diseases. And they were looking for anything of value ranging from bones, metal coins, cutlery, silver, etc. Oh, I'm so glad I poured a brown drink. (laughs) 
<laughs> what a time. Oh, my God, I've shut out my entire skeleton. <laughs> I wonder how much that's worth. Check it for gold teeth. Yeah, at what point do you be like, oh, I really enjoyed my dinner. I think I ate all the cutlery. <laughs> wow. You finished your plate off. Yes. Why are you smiling so widely? The plate. Yeah, no, it's those a good visual. No. Those listening at home. Yeah, no, that was really good, actually. <laughs> you know, you were all Tweet in if you like that joke. <laughs> Very Thank good you. point. At, at me. And to kind of respond to those points and give you some context, Victorian England is brutally divided with extreme social inequality. What is it? It's very difficult to imagine today. <laughs> and I actually wrote here, pause for wry laughter. Because <laughs> um, it is, it, 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 there's a lot of inequality now, right? Yeah, we're rushing back towards this <laughs> so fast. No, I just got what you said. <laughs> Um, so basically a small minority of posh people have lovely things there isn't really much of a middle class and everyone else lives in abject poverty and squalor um, desperately trying to do anything to make a living and that's why scavenging in the sewers seemed like such a good option right Um, so question how much could the Toshas earn in a day sewer hunting Oh, what, in today's money? I will accept either today's money or their money. Oh, their money. So, like, a scoundrel. Yes. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it, that they had to make going into the sewers and sifting through shit illegal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, uh. like there weren't any other red flags before that. <laughs> um, right, 50 quid, right, in today's money? Yeah. Do you know what? Like, chilling. Lovely. I know the real word. I love that you use the buzzword that you know of the money. Um, <laughs> shilling being a buzzword. Wanna... Fucking hell, how old are we? <laughs> Hashtag <What>? shilling. <laughs> Do you add anything? I mean, I think that if you're literally going to be sieving through shit, then if you're making only 50 quid a day in today's money... But 50 quid a day. I mean, you've got to remember, people shit one or two, three times a day. If they're ill, more or less, right? So there's always fresh. It's shit men's to month, through. ladies and gentlemen. Women well, shit on average every two days. So right. So and it's pellets. So so I can imagine sifting through the ladies' pellet room um, would be would. I mean, I'd pay them. But, I reckon six hundred pounds a day. Okay. Six hundred pounds a day, fifty pounds a day, and then you could make two hundred and fifty pounds in a working week, and then you'd spend all day praying on Sunday. I was closest with a scoundrel, <laughs> wasn't I? Now Nick is the closest. Oh. Um, it's upwards of sixty pounds a day. It's Ooh, six shillings. Oh come on, the closest. That's... Six shillings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that sounds um, good to my uneducated and ear. So that's the lower end. The high, so it's like twenty-five thousand to thirty-six thousand a year. Oh, so it's, it's all this stuff ended up in there. You know, they just they haven't added on the London living <laughs> uh, thing. But the um, they were called the uh, the kings of the working classes, um, which is a lesser known John Lennon song. <laughs> so you have to know that John Lennon had a song called "Working Class Hero." <laughs> um, I love it. <laughs> so. Um, oh, very quick bit of sewers history for you guys now. Um, how old did the original London sewers date back to? Ooh, eight, no, 16, no, yes, 1670. Okay, that's a nice guess. Thanks. Anyone else? The original London sewers. So when, when, were the sewer, when was sewers invented? In ancient Greece. So yeah. 
So we're, we're only a little bit behind <laughs> the ancient Greeks, aren't we? So I would say we got our first sewers. When did you say? 1670. Oh, oh, maybe, yeah, maybe around, like, Elizabethan times. Well, I mean, they were throwing shit into the streets in Elizabethan times. Uh-huh. Right? So mm, maybe, yeah, I reckon that's not a bad guess. Maybe uh, To be different, I'll say 15... Um, 17, All right. 1750. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to go a lot higher than that because oh. in London they always talk about the fact that they need to change the Victorian sewers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they haven't been changed since they, their inception, mm-hmm. if they were incepted in the 1500s or whatever. I think it's going to be like 18, 1880 or something, the ones mm. that are there today. Do you know what? Everybody gets a point um, because there is a whole thing about this. So some of it dates back to the Romans, ancient Greece. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So basically in 1531, um, I don't know, uh, Henry VIII did this whole, I think it was Henry, yeah, Henry VIII's Bill of Sewers. I'm sure you guys Bill of Sewers. Oh, no, I love that. Basically. That was just a guy that he hired called Bill. He commissioned the original Tasha. Yeah, he commissioned eight different people to keep the tunnels in their districts in good repair. But Mm. because everyone only cared about their bit, nobody talked to each other. um, So there's no uniform standard. That wasn't recorded on a single map, and it's just this labyrinth um, under London, and no one even knows what half of it is. It's like if there was ever a metaphor for why privatisation doesn't work, it is that. Um, But so no one even knows how extensive it is until. Is it still there? Yes, some of it is still there, and it's only David Bowie that knows the full extent of the labyrinth of <laughs> the sewers. Because um, he made that film, didn't he? <laughs> the man like, who fell to it. trolls down there. <laughs> uh, right, now the sewers were not a problem until 1815. Question. Wow. Why do we all get a point? Because you all talked about the Elizabethan kind of We've structure. always had sewers. And you mentioned ancient Greece. And then we're coming to what you said uh, in a minute. But why was it not a problem until 1815? Um, oh. 1815? Think laterally. Jesus Christ, Katie. Think laterally. That's my sex, too. What about the Think laterally. No, think laterally. It's very highbrow porn. I'm going down the shitter tonight. Um, So where's the... so, is it to do with diet? That is a great guess. No. Um, but. Is there oh. more industry happening? So, there's just more waste in general. It's not just about human waste, is it? It's sort of about yes. everything that is getting Excellent. pumped into the. Any advance on that? This is a bad example because I know that the tubes didn't come until like late 18 something. So, I was thinking, like, was there other things that needed to be underground, oh. like the tubes? But. It's ah. not yet. Is that why it says don't flush sanitary items down? <laughs> Was it the Yeah, the, the original of the Do you know what? You are it's not the invention of the tampon, but you are along the right lines. Basically, they weren't being used as sewers. They were just running off rainwater in the cities. All the stuff went into cesspits. Remember cesspits? They were great. Um I feel so, like this is this is all, as somebody who lives in a seaside town, this is all still happening now. Yes. 
I've got just a couple more sewers facts and then we'll get <laughs> to the crimes. Although this one is kind of a crime. Does anybody know what the great stink of London was? Wasn't it Nick's last show? <laughs> <laughs> eh? That's mean. <laughs> it was mean, actually. <laughs> I, I, I loved your wedding. <laughs> I would have sat nearer to you, but I was placed where I was. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> is it, was it like there was a green fog that came out of the sewers? Kind of. That enveloped the whole of London, and it's where the phrase, it's a right pea soup, comes from. I do you know what? I cannot attest to the pea soup part of it, but. Well, I can, and he's spot on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, um, an, intoler- an, an, in- an intolerable. Stench in 1858 closed Parliament. Um, so the sewers weren't being used as sewers. Then they started being used as sewers, and then there really wasn't enough space in the sewers for oh, them to be used no. as sewers. So waste built up. It became a dumping ground for 150 million tons of waste each year. Oh. Uh, it wasn't built for that. There was this hot spell. Uh, this oh. weather. There was a lengthy, lengthy summer spell of hot, still weather. Hashtag not my hot girl summer. And um, <laughs> one of my sources said the miasma was so oppressive that Parliament had to be evacuated. Um, wow. so, I just feel like everything smelled back then, so this must have been real bad. If it was that bad. No. Yeah. And was there some sort of explosion? There was no explosion, but they brought in this engineer, Sir Joseph Baz- Bazalget. Sure. And he modernised the sewers. With an explosion of ideas. With an explosion of <laughs> ideas. There you go. Um, so he built a whole new system of super sewers and he famously made them twice as big as they needed to be. So they've lasted all this time and they only oh. just need to be updated now. But Oh, it's like me when I'm buying jeans. I'm like, <laughs> I will buy a couple of sizes extra. And that way, every time I put them on, I'll be like, mm, girl. Future <laughs> Never needed to change them. <laughs> well, just so I can like live into them, if you see what I mean. I thought you meant so you could... Just... If, if you need to, you just flush them. What? Down the toilet? Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> always options. Um, now, we... Just keeping it going. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> we joined the Toshers in 1840. Their job has just been made Ill- illegal. We are pre-Big Stink in 1858. Um, but, but it's been made illegal because stuff is building up. Yeah. And it's no longer considered safe. So people are going down there while there's all this yeah. hot build-up of human uh, waste. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait so to sieve that for my it's, fortune. It's considered too dangerous there's to go down there looking for scrap metal coins. Um, there's a quote, like, there's a few sources I went through. One quote said there was volcanoes of filth, gorged veins of putridity, ready to explode at any moment in a whirlwind of foul gas and poison, all those who they failed to smother. Wow. Um, I just like it's all... get your sieves ready. Eater, eater, eater. Is this like is this stuff that down the sewer, presumably it's stuff that's gone through people and and shut out? Or is it just no. stuff that... So the thing is, it's stuff oh, right. that's been that's dropped. Okay. There's stuff that not people are like open sewers. Well, there's drains okay. all along the streets. So people are dropping cutlery, they're dropping coins. Who's they're taking their cutlery down the street? Well, you know, what it does. Pop, pop twisted with a spoon. Do you know what? Not everywhere has cutlery. You have to bring your own. In fact. Oh. What, in, the, was, in the 1800s? Well, no, in Shakespeare's <clears throat> day, people did bring their own forks to go and see plays. Why? B-O-I-L-O-F. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It 
was a, it was a precious thing. Interesting. Why would you, drink, why would you take a fork to a plane? Because you're going to buy some oysters. I mean, I've had some bad dates in my time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I don't have time to give everyone the wrong no, information it's about history. Because, like, literally, right now, I was thinking about all these goods just coming out of. Well, they're f- like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing; it's not like like it's not a brilliant. It's not like they're doing it under a you know. Ev- there's shit loads of gold. Okay, it's, it's rainwater too, so everything is just getting it's swept just, into it's, the you know, same. Well, I can understand when they had that hot, still summer. That hot, still so that there summer. wasn't any rain to wash it away, like no what Kate rain. was saying earlier. Wow, it just yeah. it's like an industrial <laughs> version of looking for change behind your sofa. Okay. Um, that's I covered in shit. So it's like it's tide dependent, so it's like more dangerous at low tide and high tide and stuff. So it's illegal, obviously. Have it's we started? <laughs> <laughs> um, so my next question is, what was the reward offered for anyone that informed on the Toshes? Oh, six piles of shit. <laughs> <laughs> to sift through <laughs> whatever was sieved like a real today lucky dip. you get it I'm just like thinking have you ever been to Wells Wales Wells Wells no. where they have a well don't they and then at the sides of the, of, of the street they have like running water that goes down hmm. from the well oh. ah. so would it be like that I'm not saying Wells is an open sewer I'm just <laughs> that's a lovely place that I enjoy gigging at every year during the Wells festival <laughs> But, but you probably have. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's I'm just imagining like running water down like where the where the curb is. Yeah, I'm imagining this shit is underground, right? Or is it not? Yeah, well, if, mainly. So people are just accidentally <coughs> coming out of the theatre and then accidentally just dropping a fork. Okay, look. If they're making upwards some... of sixty shilling a day, right? Mm-hmm. Then I I would think that the reward has to be higher than that okay. because oh. otherwise you'll be down there with the toshers, right? Interesting. So I'm going to say 65 Okay, I like how you think. Any advance on 65? I I think it's such an unpleasant job that if you were given, like, one shilling, like a tenner, Uh, that would be like, yeah, great, I didn't even have to go down there with my fork to sift through. Do you think that's where all the forks come from? (laughs) People taking forks down there to sort through the shit and then just, like, actually, that one's unsalvageable. I've suddenly got an aversion to shit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave that fort there. I'm going to leave it. Drunk women solving In a time of recession, it prospered because of oil. In a time of sorrow, it promised happiness. Now, for five bold sisters, can it promise romance? North Dakota, a TV drama in a setting you never expected, where you can only expect the unexpected. Starring Jess Lewis as Bouquet Phillips. Oh, I'm as pretty as a bouquet. Geraldine Stanley as Lucifer Phillips. Ma'am named me Lucifer because she thought that was the full name for Lucy. Jenna Crete as Pip Phillips. I'm so little. Lara Hall as Bing Bing Phillips. Hello, I'm Bing Bing. Amy LaBelle as Pony Phillips. Nay. And introducing Nadine as Mama Nadine. I've got one name, and that's Mama Nadine. Will they find love in a state with just 700,000 people? You'll have to watch to find out. North Dakota. It's anything but plains. If you would like your own bizarre name shout out, 
I'd be happy to do so. Why don't you check us out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime, where you can support the podcast in return for benefits and a shout out. It's a benefit, right? It's a benefit. Thanks, guys. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 65 pounds. We've got a one fork. Well, I, I think it's a shilling. A shilling. Because I'm kind of with you because I kind of think like the only job worse than being a tosha is being a grass of a tosha. Like that's right. so low, isn't right. it? Like, yeah, a grasher. <laughs> so I kind of feel like, but I, I also think that if you're grassing them up, you're probably not making a lot of money yourself. So I'm going to go two shillings. Maybe not as low oh. as a shilling, but I would say it would be less than... All right. I think yeah. that logic is very sound. The truth lies somewhere in the middle. It's five pounds in their money, oh. uh, which is like nearly 200 pounds in our money. That's not bad. But that's like half the shilling. Yeah, so it is more... <laughs> Okay, no, yeah. You it's said six more, shillings was like 60 quid. Six shillings is 60 quid, let's say. <laughs> no, no, because that's rough. Because no, also you can... The maths can get... Really? It's something like that. So it's like half wow. a shilling. So... If it's five pounds. Yes. Yes. It takes a man to do maths in, in men's month. I've, I've not mentioned that I'm a man. I'm just here... Enjoy, <laughs> yeah. I'm just enjoying company with three friends. Well, that's wonderful. Four. <laughs> Four <laughs> and five if you love yourself. Her, <laughs> in the case she was just scowling at me. Stop, <laughs> oh, she stop, has been this whole stop, time. Stop ruining our podcast. Um, all right, oh. so I have Hello. a quote. Survived. By the way, we have got a quote. Yeah, we've got all this information from this historian. Yeah. Um, which I will name in a minute because his name is on the next page. Um, but one, one Tasha is quoted as saying, they won't let us um, to work on the shores. They fears is how we'll get suffocated, but they don't care if we get starved. Ooh. So like this is nobody's Ooh. this is nobody's plan A. Yeah, like yeah, these right. are desperate people. Sure. Um, so obviously sometimes when you make something illegal, it goes underground. Uh, aye, aye. Like the like the old <laughs> sewers. Uh, now so they had to be <laughs> sneaky. They did this at night. They had lanterns. Uh, they had to be mindful of the tides. Uh, they would force entry at lo- uh, to the sewers at low tide. Uh, they wandered for miles searching, collecting miscellaneous scraps washed down from the streets above. Bits oh. of metal, silver cutlery, coins were the best finds. So, I just mentioned with the lanterns that would be dangerous, right? Because of all of the 
Yeah, because you've got gas. Yeah, which, well, well actually, what I would, I don't know what would be, they had lanterns. I don't know what was in the lanterns, but maybe gas. It would be like, or even if it was a candle, it would be a naked flame, right? Because yeah. it wouldn't have electricity. No, no, they didn't. Um, and they didn't just work the sewers. They did work, they did other kinds of scrap hunting, uh, which was touched on earlier. They did the shoreline of the Thames. They waited at rubbish dumps. Um, and mm. stuff would get burned at rubbish dumps and then they would sift through the ashes. Wow. Detectorists um, would be so much better if it was like seven Yeah. <laughs> um, just, a, just a note. Oh, so the guy who wrote all this down is Henry Mayhew and he investigated and documented the times he was living in, but particularly like working class people that nobody was interested in. All the other historians were not looking at this kind of stuff. Mm. So he wrote a book called uh, London Labour and the London Poor and it's one of the few insights we have of working class Victorians outside of Dickens. Wow. Oh. Um, So he comments that he's amazed that they managed to keep what they were doing as such a secret and he's got no evidence of anyone dubbing on them ever. Even with the prize. Yeah. Oh, what was it? A fiver, you say? I would have dubbed him in straight away. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Couldn't you have run an easy scam too that one tosher just tells on another and they split the difference? They well, missed a trick there. They really I were. watch Better Call we'll Saul. We'll get to this. They're, they're but did one not go to prison for hard labour or something? <laughs> like, it's a real community, you guys. They're like a real gang, um, which I'll get to in a second. What is one of the reasons that Henry Mayhew is surprised that they were uh, not caught in the act? One of the reasons why he's surprised. Yeah, he's surprised that like no one just l- saw them and went, "Oh, they're toshers." Like, what would? Because they stank of shit. <laughs> They had shit stains all the way up to their thighs. Nice. <laughs> they had shit under their fingernails. I mean, no, to be fair, that is a fantastic guess. They stank of shit. <laughs> the thing that doesn't One guy's breath smelled of shit. It was just like, what the fuck have you been? What? I haven't got a sieve. Double filtration. <laughs> that is, I cannot fault your answer. Can anyone advance on that? Because that is not quite correct. Well, they did, they did it at night, and so there would have yeah. been light coming out of like the manhole well not manhole covers but like any any open sewage Uh holes there would have been light shining at night right yes there would have done that is a good reason was there just a general working class the the struggling class was there a code like that we don't tell on each other we're just all trying to make ends meet and we will not yeah we will not yeah who's this historian he is called Henry Mayhew. Do you think that they just went around and they went, is Henry Mayhew around? <laughs> and they went like, no. We go, right, great, let's go down the sewers. <laughs> He's the only one that's dobbing us in. No one else gives a shit about us, except for this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Henry May Henry Mayhew, he's out again with his notepad and quill. <laughs> Making a note of all of us. To, you know, it was just him. He was the problem. That is, he was the actual, yeah, the irony. He, he thought he rat. was helping. I love yeah. that because normally on this podcast we blame the mothers, but I like blaming the historians. We're blaming, like, we're blaming a posh, <laughs> do-gooding historian. No one else gave a shit about them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any advance, Hannah George? Well, I mean, it does feel like it's the kind of job that they would be able to... Is it because none of the policemen or none of the people that were going to prosecute them wanted to go down to the fucking sewers? Oh, to chase them down? Yeah, they're kind of like, well, I don't want to do that. That's a very answer, too. go after this Mm. lady in a wagon. So, do you know what? These these are all fantastic. Go on. Why was it made illegal again? Because it was dangerous. Yeah, yes, it was dangerous. It was made illegal because it was dangerous, not because people were finding stuff and sustaining a living off of it. No, no, there was there was made dangerous 
So it's like, if you want to do it, um, you can make 60, uh, upwards of 60 quid a day. Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute, it's dangerous. So actually, guys, people are dying down there. You should stop doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But it's like that. It's also it's that classic thing of like we're going to outlaw a thing that you're doing, but we're not going to help you in any other way. So you've just right. lost another means of income. But sorry, we're not replacing it with anything. It's like, well, yeah, it's, it's like, like it looks, yeah, it looks nice, but it's actually like sort of not doing what it thinks it's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really helping. Yeah, anyone. it's only done half the. It's only addressed half of the issue. Yes, it's like, it's like let them eat cake, right? <laughs> Yes, let them exactly. eat shit. <laughs> let them, let no, look, don't let them eat don't shit. Let them eat right. shit. The, the exact, the, I think you guys have all touched on it, but the exact answer I was looking for was their clothes. They had very distinctive uh, dress because they wore long, greasy, velveteen coats with huge pockets because obviously they're going to put stuff in. They had bad shoes. They had. Ba- Sorry, did you say velvet? Velveteen, I said. Velveteen. It's like velveteen. the cheese. Why are they wearing velveteen clothes? <laughs> I, I do not have that information. <laughs> that I, just sounds very like bum chicka wow I don't know. Pull <laughs> down their dress like pimps. <laughs> <I love Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was warm. Joke, joke shop pimps though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With Smithies. <laughs> Smithies <laughs> pimps. Yeah, they the ha- they combined their velveteen coats with canvas <laughs> trousers. And they had an apron tied around them as well. And they had a dark lantern similar to a policeman strapped in front of them on the right breast so that the light moves forward they could see. So it's like sort of dangling in front of them. Okay. Ah, plus, so, yeah. like, everything much. was absolutely from top to toe <laughs> covered in, in shit. <laughs> yeah, you could call it velveteen if you want. Yeah, but Oh, yeah, this. Uh, shit covered velveteen. You can't see because of all it's the shit, silk. but I'm covered in diamonds and silk. <laughs> <laughs> like it was velveteen it's to begin Swarovski. with. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're absolutely... Uh, and why, and why? this is my girlfriend from America who's covered in shit also. Is, is that just a pile of shit? No. <laughs> so you watch me make love to it. <laughs> why would? That's, that's not been documented, has it? Oh. Why would that crazy outfit Webster. keep people from turning them in, though? Well, no, that but he. That's why. So the historian is surprised that they weren't turned in more because they oh, because they're so easy so to recognisable. Uh, they look slightly <laughs> like cops, but then on closer inspection, it's like, oh no, that's a tosher. Um, at the beginning of the night. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And then, what you just said about the making sweet love to a pile of shit. We are going to get to that because. <laughs> are we? Really, no, there are some legends which I really hope I have time to oh, get to because they are amazing. Time for my Instagram. You don't um, even have to go that deep, Nick. To be honest. Uh, oh, and they had a, they had a, they were stooped, and they had this eight-foot pole with an iron hoe at the end. Anyway, right question. The eight-foot pole feels quite. Well, they got a, you know, they've got a shift. Eight-foot yeah. pole, yeah, but like if you walk into a pub with an eight-foot pole, you're not just like <laughs> Donk. With, with, a, with a Groucho Marx set of glasses on it. All right, my question is: Don't touch roughly, my fork. How many toshers were going into the sewers night after night? How many toshers were going into the sewers night after night? What a peak toshing time. Yeah. (laughs) I want the highest number. Across the whole of London. Yeah. On a nightly basis. I I was thinking pretty low, like 250. 
Okay, 250. Well, the population would have only been about 300 back then, right? <laughs> All right, the price is right. Higher or lower than 250. Uh, across the, across London, how mm-hmm. many Toshes were going down on a nightly basis? Is this basis? outside the M25? Or inside, inside the, the M25. M25. There is no M25. Mm. <laughs> I think 200, uh, do you know what? I think 250 is a bit high. Okay. It might be. Yeah. I would say, well, unless you could, uh, mind, mind you, it's like free money, isn't it? You could go down there and what, in one night you could make 60 quid. And you've got nothing. And there's 250 of them doing it. I think maybe 50. All right, 50. Hannah George? I, I want to say 60. But I think that's because of the... I'm going to say 800. Okay. I think there's loads of them. I am giving it to Taylor. Okay. The correct right. answer is 200. And then what they would do is they would break off into smaller gangs of like four or five. But it was 200 night after night. All, all in. Okay. Um, if there's one thing I know, it's shit sivers. <laughs> <laughs> they get described by Mayhew as a tribe or a gang, and they have nicknames like Lanky Bill, Long Tom, oh. One-Eyed George, and Short Arm Jack. <laughs> short Arm Jack, Paul, oh Short Arm Jack. Oh. What if you were related to One-Eyed George? Oh. That's so great. Your family's oh. from London, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I do have one eye worse than the other. So. <laughs> but is George not his first name? I mean, I think it might be. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, we can dream. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to trample all I love that. that they're a gang. Yeah. This is a... <laughs> and then what they would do is... They, so in the smaller gangs, there would be, like, someone would be the leader, and the leader would know all the secret places where the... Basically, the locations of Cranks, which is where all the cash was most frequently found, because there'd be these, like, outlets so if you could get to like where the crank was that's where all the coins and stuff would be if co- coins had washed down into the sewers and stuff because they would collect yeah in the oh. crank oh. Oh. why wouldn't you just have people there permanently hang on they all work together as well, a the, team no, but the, tide, the tides are going in and out so they're like breaking into the sewers like via the Thames or via mm. whatever they've got to wait for low tides they've got to do it at night mm-hmm. you can't just have someone in there because they'll drown because it's going but up and down there's 200 of them why aren't they all just going to where that Outlets. No, because there's more than one or crank. Inlet. There's like there's loads. Of, there's loads of cranks. You, you need 200 people to cover all the cranks. Right, right, right. right. Um, and then so they found <laughs> shillings, sixpences, half crowns, occasionally half sovereigns and sovereigns. Wow. Um, and now, so like May, he goes on about how like no one ever got sick. He said that they had really great complexions and they lived long lives. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, this guy. Oh my God, probiotics. <laughs> This is the original Yakult. But also, he thought that there was more disease in the slums they lived in than in the sewers. Yeah, because they kept taking all their clothes <laughs> off. And... Like, they're bringing <laughs> sewer shit back to their house, yeah. Oh, the um, poor wives. Okay, oh. so we have I've dazzled you with facts, because I'm a fact fan, but we have got some legends to get through. Because, uh, look, you don't roam around in the sewers without getting superstitious, let me tell you. Come on. Um, question, what creature did the Toshas fear they might run into down in the sewers? <gasps> oh, I wish I could remember that man's name. What was his name? <laughs> Henry Mayhew. Wait there, let's do it again. Uh, was it Henry Mayhew? <laughs> That's great, isn't it? That's great because you remembered from earlier. I did. Oh, that's I did a call back, Nick. Wow, that's great. It was a call back. It was funny and impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Ah. Name a creature. Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. The sewer Loch Ness monster from Nick Helm. <laughs> Taylor Glenn. I just, I know it's not good for a podcast, but I'm making a, some, some <laughs> hands and a wonderful gesture. <laughs> yeah, just, is there a specific, like, is it a well-known mythical creature that they thought they saw? 
ghost? It is a creature that you've heard of, but it is not a well-known mythical creature. It is a name a creature. I think it may be like a shark. Maybe sharks are in the Thames. Sharks? Or like dolphins. Alligators. Yes. Okay. What what lives in the sewers? Alligators. Rats. And rats. Rats, baby. Ooh. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure they did They fear the queen rat. Wait, let me finish. Queen rat. Uh, She's got rights. Genuinely, it, they're not happy about it. Strap in. Oh, no. oh, okay, oh. so she lived in the sewers. Her eyes reflected light. The legend was that if the queen rat took a fancy to one of the toshas, she would morph into the form of a beautiful woman. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Let me finish. <laughs> And oh, persuade no. them to follow her to a darkened corner. Oh, no. Question, then what would the torture have to do? Oh, they'd fuck a rat, wouldn't they? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, it's like the sewer mermaid. This yes. is great. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, they would have to make sweet love to her. Hannah George is right. I mean, uh, uh, that was no, just no, one. She, uh, that... she, looked, <coughs> she looked like a woman <coughs> when I... When I... <laughs> Wait. What's his name? Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> What's the name of that guy? <coughs> <laughs> the, the historian guy. Henry Mayhew. <laughs> Henry Mayhew. Uh, and, that, and that Henry Mayhew is how I ended up with a rat on my dick. <laughs> um, Wait, there's more. If the Tosha gave her a good time, a really good seeing to, she would reward them with the good luck of finding valuable jewellery. And she would also bite them on the neck, leaving a mark which was supposed to prevent other rats from harming them. Okay. One final thing. Okay. Wow. Any man that encountered her would have to would have one of his children marked in the same way he had been. So he would always go on to have a daughter who had one blue and one grey eye and acute hearing. And that one girl like this would be born into every generation of the family. Uh, so question, we liking the Rat Queen? Yeah. <laughs> well, That's... I'm not not liking the Rat Queen. I'm intrigued. It would be, it would be awkward, wouldn't it, when you go into your mate's house and you go, wow, you got a big telly. Where'd you get that telly from? <laughs> Fucked a rat. <laughs> Fucked a rat gifted me with uh, the ability to find treasure. Yeah. <laughs> a small price to pay. <laughs> it was worth it. It's worth every penny. Now, there is a downside, you guys. What? She is easily scorned. Um, I... Felt like she was going to be moody. Yeah, I just. Got oh, that she's vibe. super moody. Um, she's blonde, so, blonde hair. Um, if the if the men suspected her true identity, his luck would turn for the worse, and he might drown or die in another disturbing twist of fate. Now we actually have uh, the story of a tosha called Jerry Sweetly, who supposedly confessed on his deathbed that he had had an interaction with the Queen Rat. Oh, sweet. And one of my sources described this as he broke his silence. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it feel like very deep state queen rat. Um, now, he didn't meet her in the sewer. Question, where did he meet this queen rat? Oh, no. Like in a pub. It's a pub. Oh, Shut up. No. They meet in a pub. Oh, what do you mean? Okay. And the thing is as well, like, yeah, I think what you're about to say, because, like, tell me there's there a is... pub called the queen rat. Uh, no. Please. Oh, no, Damn I wasn't it. thinking that. There should be. There might be. There might be. We'll look into it. But, you know, you're not meant to have witness testimony if somebody is drunk, and it really sounds like this guy was hammered. <laughs> but. Wouldn't it insult um, to the woman he met that night? This is. This I've is, met the queen rat. He's, it's technically no, inadmissible. Beautiful. What you don't understand is that the queen rat is beautiful. Any man would fall for her charms. Exactly. She's got blonde hair. So, he's in the pub, he meets a hot chick, they drink Till midnight, they go to a dance. She can store so many pies in her cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then she led him to a rag warehouse to make love. Oh. And they do. I love that. I mean, I who called rags. it making love? 
I'm calling it that. But it's fu- it's fucking. They bone. They Whatever. Rank. But a rag factory? Rags what? come from other okay, pieces it's, of look, The pub is near We're a rag rags. factory. <laughs> There's an empty building that no one's in. Do me ratty style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they're, they're having it off, and then she bit him Have on the neck. Of course, but now he's protected. No, but wait. What? Oh. Because there's a thorn in this tail. Uh, now, question. What did Jerry Sweetly do when he got bitten on the neck, according to the legend did slash he his drunk testimony? <laughs> he turned, did he turn into a rat? Like in a no. vampiric tail. Did he, he, um, did he uh, throw the rat off of his dick onto the floor and stamp on it? Very close. But he got bit in the neck. He got bit in the neck. Right? Yeah, he got bit on the neck. Oh, oh yes, he killed the queen rat, and that would piss her off. He didn't it? kill her. Oh, okay. Do you have anything to add? Hannah I George? mean, it does feel quite vampiric in the sense that somebody said that he became a rat, but obviously that doesn't happen because he is also on a deathbed. So does he get, what's the rat disease? What's the, the verb plague. anyone? Plague. Okay, so <laughs> you guys. Was it the black death? No, the black, it was the plague. It was the plague. Uh, yeah, you guys all are half right. So he <laughs> lashed out. He got bit on the neck. He wasn't expecting it. He lashed out. Oh, God. And then there was, um, he looked over and, and Ratty and Mole were crying. <laughs> 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 like um, mole and toad. Hold, hold that thought. Toad's just going poo poo. You want him to hold that thought? Okay. <laughs> Forget that thought. It doesn't help us. Hold um, that okay, so he lashed out. The girl vanished. Next thing he knows, she's reappeared as a huge rat up in the rafters. Oh, <laughs> I, I was not expecting you to say in the rafters. <laughs> I, I can't believe this hasn't been so, dramatised. Now, we could obviously <laughs> speculate that he was drunk and that was a different rat. He was drunk. <laughs> yeah, because that would be like a burlesque show to a lot of them rats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just think we should da, da, keep da, da, some wonder da. in our lives and believe da, him. Da. Um, so... Uh, he said that the rat spoke to him and told him that he'd get his luck, but he hadn't yet finished paying for it. And this meant, according to the legend, Sweetly had offered the rodent queen... Uh, so, sorry, I can't read. Rodent Sweetly queen, had offended the rodent queen, um, and for that he was cursed. Question, what form did this curse take? He had to fuck every single rat in London. <laughs> <laughs> and when they made it illegal to go down in the sewers, he was just like, I've got to. <laughs> give me give me that candle. The curse was <laughs> as a tosher, when he would sieve something, mm. all the valuables would fall through. Ooh. And only the bad stuff would remain. That's nice. That's a good curse. Thanks. He would quit though, wouldn't he? On day one. When you realised <laughs> that was it. Go, oh, do you know what? I'm not gonna be a tosher. I think maybe yeah, maybe she stole his like gag reflex. So the whole time he was just like <gasps> <laughs> because it's horrible down there. It was, yeah. Okay, none of you have quite got it. The curse was death of family members. Oh. Um, so his first oh. wife died in childbirth. Um, although it really, from the sources... It's nice to be able to blame that on a rat, isn't it? <laughs> Other than, of, you know... I think he might poverty, have been cheating on his pregnant wife with the rat queen. I can't work mm. out the timing of this. <laughs> they always but do. his second wife died on the river, crushed between a barge and the wharf. But mm. she had had six children by then she fell in and she was crushed by a barge uh, so it seems like worse luck for her than for him I'm just going anyway, to sniff the reed diffuser it then appeared that the debt was paid because uh, how did he know that one of the children was lucky same oh, colour eyes yeah 
Yes, the eyes, the one grey and the one blue eye. I listened. Um, <laughs> and I would like to just say, because we're coming to the end of this, for the record, that the Mary Poppins would be a better film <laughs> if instead of sweeping chimneys and being lucky, if Bert was like a rat fucker. <laughs> well, that's, like, that's Mary Poppins a, the Return. A that's... rat fucker is as lucky can be. Is that what you were getting at earlier? <laughs> well, that's what they do in the sequel, isn't it? The, the rat fucking. Well, that's edited. It's an animated rat. <laughs> uh, it's part of a dream sequence that's brought on from the gases. Right. Down in the <laughs> Does everyone shake his hand for good luck? Emily Blunt. Uh, is is Mary Poppins and she does not shake his hand. Okay. I have one more question. What um, word do we, what insult do we still use today that is a mispronunciation of the word Tosha? Tosha. Yes. They gave us that. That's so weird because you would think that uh, tossing is sort of not onomatopoeic, but it's like descriptive, right? To, to toss off, yeah. It's like you're like tossing something, yeah. right? And so the fact that that's where I would think it would... Yeah, it's weird that that came from that. Oh, but maybe toss comes from that. Maybe the word toss. toss comes from... I was going to say tosh. Daniel Tosh. <laughs> would we all like to raise a glass to the Toshers? Hey! Hey! Go Toshers! Okay, this crime was sent in to us on an Apple review. Please send us your crimes and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, this is from Ruby, and she says, It all starts when I was camping. <laughs> <laughs> camping on a rat. <laughs> camping in Wales with my family. The owner of the campsite would often come down to our camp to gossip with my mother. They are both very interested in the campsite's drama. We were all shocked to learn that a dead rabbit had been found in the men's toilets. Not only that, but its guts had been spilled out all over the floor. My question to you drunk women is who or what created this gruesome display? Please help from Ruby. I don't know, but this is why I don't go camping. But also, this is why it's great to have a man because we don't get to go in the men's toilets. Is this normal? Are there a lot of Uh, I thought it was the rabbit queen. Uh, my bad. <laughs> All of my wives that. are now dead. Um, <laughs> unrelated. Uh, so, uh, hang on a minute. Um, so there was a there was a rabbit that had been gutted yes. and displayed. And, and yeah, just left on the floor of the men's toilets with its guts with hanging dog. out. Somebody had a dog. Oh, a dog. That's a yeah. nice, relatively innocent answer. Well, I think it's probably a dog. A dog chased a rabbit into the, uh, any toilet, so it happened to be the men's. Wouldn't yeah. a dog have Could like have been any toilet. eaten it, though? Could have been any toilet. Any toilet. Well, so, well, you don't know how much of the guts was eaten. No. Or I'll read that bit again. It's a bit mean to sort of like just blame it on a dog, though, isn't it? Is it mean? I just feel like it's instinctual. Or there's a serial killer psychopath at the campsite that they all need to be very worried about. It's like when Hannibal Lecter um, kills people in Sides of the Lambs, he sort of displays them as like artwork. He does display them. So maybe it was like Silence of the Rabbits. Yes, there is a a budding serial killer. Like, like, you know, and it's like, um, uh, what's the word? Anatomically, like an anatomic... <laughs> of a dead rabbit. It's anatomic a word. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. it's like anatomic. like anatomic bomb. 
<laughs> so, so this was like that was my earlier work. I'm not proud of it, but it was a it was a launching. It's, it's, it. it's guts had been spilled out all over the floor. Was Which, it? Well, maybe it doesn't it was, sound like it had been mauled. It sounds it, like it had been sliced and its guts had spilled. Because people eat rabbits, yeah. so maybe someone had they killed a rabbit and, and was halfway through. Maybe it was someone that was camping because they needed to camp. Uh, yeah, because they, they they couldn't afford. Um, you know, they got some roadkill, but it and, got away. And well, or they, or they hunted a rabbit, they killed it, and they were in the men's toilets, and they were like preparing it, and then they heard someone coming, and they were just like, uh, and oh, then, uh, that's they, interesting. They were about to skin it, and they were like, oh, this won't look good. I'll just leave. I'll skin yeah. it in the men's that's, room. Do you know what? Because no one will ask I, any questions. Well, maybe they had, that's a nicer. Maybe they had more than one rabbit, and it was just one of the ones that dro- that dropped on the floor on their yeah. way out. They were halfway through. They f- didn't realize they dropped it. They're halfway through prepping it for yeah. dinner. Hi, mom. <laughs> also, though, in the in the letter, well, in the Apple review, it, she did say that that her mum and the camp, the camp woman lived for drama. They loved the drama. Oh, you think they might so have built it up? You know what I mean? I think it might have been a plant. They were just like, nothing's the the nudist family aren't here this year. Right. Nothing is happening. Yeah. We've got to we've got to do something and sort of throw it's some just, shades. It's a slow news day. It's can't, a slow news day. Can't check can't check the facts if it's in the men's room. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I like that. I like yours. Actually, I like yours, but the dog one, it doesn't sound like it's been mauled or there's blood everywhere. There's no reports of a dog with bloody teeth. It's like a Jack the Ripper thing, isn't it? It's like he was very medically... I like the idea that somebody was going to eat it because it's a campsite where you would do that. My husband has a friend from school who literally will survive the apocalypse because once he told us he was driving along, like somebody had run over a rabbit, but they'd only just run it over. He stopped, scooped up the rabbit, took it home, skinned it, cooked it, ate it. Well, yeah, your husband's friend. <laughs> How sure. was that stew, Katie? <laughs> There's a whole movement about people that do that, though, well, because yeah. it's like, well, let's not waste this. Uh, yeah, creature. like, and he, like, saw because the potential of the a free meal. Beautiful. But also, like, people were eating rabbits, you know, regularly 50 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it wasn't a weird thing. It's not, like, now we think it's weird because they're so such cute pets. But, but also like, that's why people ate snails because they were, like, really they're easy. They're everywhere. Yeah. That's why yeah. I fucked a rat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be weird, isn't it, if you got a delivery driver to deliver you snails now? It'd be ridiculous. You probably could. Yeah, for 80 quid. That'd be really slow. I had an affair with a queen snail. I feel like my my favourite explanation is Nick's explanation, I have to say. It's like the most less scary one because it's like somebody was going to eat it, it's fine. We don't have a serial killer on the loose. So I, I'm going with Nick's But one. do you not have a, you don't have an answer? We don't know. We That's it. We've solved it. We've we solved, solved it. It was that Nick Nick. Well done. Well done. Oh, Hope that good, helped, Ruby. Good, good job that it was your guest that solved it as well. Mm. It a bit like you know, self-aggrandising if you <laughs> If you'd have done it in front of your guest, it would have been embarrassing <laughs> for your guest. But the fact that your guest, in men's month as well, came on and absolutely smashed the, the side. <laughs> Just really proud of you, actually. Thank you, Nick. Do you yeah. know what? I've known you for a very long time, and it's the first time you've ever been proud of me. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. You don't know that. I mean, that's true, but you don't know that. <laughs> it's the first time she said it out loud. <laughs> first time you said it anyway, out loud. Anyway, we have just enough time. Nick Helm, what are you up to? What do you want to plug? Where can we find out more about you and what you're doing? Well, I've just finished a tour, so I am exhausted. <laughs> um, uh, but um, I have a podcast called The Film Quiz Podcast, which has uh, just been launched. And it's very it's, nice. It's, it's, you've been on it. Sure have. And... Um, <laughs> I remember now. <laughs> Every single time you say it, I'm like, 
you were telling me about your podcast the other day, and I was like, Nick, I've been on it. And you were like, no, you haven't. I said, have you been on it? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah. I've got no memory of it, actually. Yeah. I've not your one, but any of them happening. <laughs> I've got no memory of who's been on or what's happened. Um, but, yeah, it's fun, and I really enjoy it. If you like films, it's good, and if you don't like films, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it's funny. And where can we find that? Um, well, I, I, I mainly store them in my flat. So if anyone wants to come <laughs> over, it's anywhere you get podcasts. You know, and in the sewers. And you've got, you got to fuck the rat queen and then she'll give you access to my podcast. Um, I'm just going to put my uh, little crown on. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's, on, right. it's on where you, get, where you get podcasts, Katie. Hooray. Thank you very much, Nick. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter. On Facebook and Insta, we are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to ACAS and thank you for listening. Bye! Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.